Welcome back to another episode of the True Growth Through Growth Podcast. It is 11. So it's it's 1:11 p.m. on a Sunday in beautiful Trinidad and Tobago. So this is a special hello to my friends in Argentina, Grenada, Panama, Canada, the Bahamas. I see you guys. Thank you for tuning in to the True Growth Through Growth Podcast. I'm currently having some peppermint tea. I feel a bit nasal. So excuse me if you find my voice sounds a little off than usual. And if it doesn't, well, that's great. So guys, today's episode is it's a big one. It's a big one because I noticed that so many people around me have been struggling with this. A lot of my clients have been struggling with this. And I want to highlight this. There is a thin line between selflessness and people pleasing. I will say that again. There is a thin line between selflessness and people pleasing. So, you know, you had a conversation with somebody, ever had a conversation with somebody, or you ask somebody, or you're speaking to somebody. And you're like, you know, tell me about yourself or you may describe yourself as somebody who just loves to put people first. You always love helping, you know, um, especially if you're a guy listening to this. I've heard many men say that, you know, they put everybody else first. They make sure so they will do without women, do without um, in terms of everybody, you know, their co-workers, their family members, their spouses, whomever, they will just put everybody else first, make sure that they get what they need, do what they ask, what they are asked of, what is asked of them. And yeah, call that selflessness. But here what guys, there is a line, there is a difference between selflessness and people pleasing. Selflessness is that act of doing something without any resistance, without any attachment, without any expectation for there to be an outcome. So when we do things for our children, oftentimes it's from a very unconditional place. We do not expect them to do anything. We do not expect them to love us more. We do not put any attachment to the things that we are doing for them. We do it out of pure selflessness, like we love them and we do it because there is no resistance to do that. People pleasing, on the other hand, we do things for a variety of reasons. And there's usually the subconscious attachment to the work that you would have done for the task that you would have engaged in. There is a subconscious desire for you to be seen, for you to be heard, for you to be validated, for you to be liked, for you to be loved, for you to be approved. And it's usually met with resistance. So when you are engaging in people-pleasing activities in your soul, in your heart, you know this is not shit that you want to be doing right now. Like you do not desire to do this, but you do it, one, to be liked, two, to avoid confrontation. So you're like, you know what? I don't want to do this, but also not trying to get no argument with anybody. So I'm just going to do it anyways. And then it will be done because you're like, okay, this is how I prove myself. This is how I let people know that I'm serious. This is how I let people know that this is who I am and I'm a good person, etc. 
there is a difference. And if you are people pleasing to the point that you are losing yourself, you are people pleasing to the point that there is resentment, you are people pleasing to the point that you are angry and frustrated to go to work to be around certain people, you are people pleasing to the point that it makes you sad and depressed because you're like, why can't I just get the balls to say no? Then it's moment, it's a cause, it's a pause for you to stop and sit with where is this coming from? And let me be very open with you. Truth is, we, you and I, would have learned to people please as children. So many of us would have come from families, from households where, you know, our caregivers may not have been the best at regulating their emotions. We may have noticed that, you know, they are frustrated. We have noticed that they have a lot of stress to deal with. And as children, we would have learned how to survive. And for many of us, our way of learning to survive is to just, let's walk on eggshells. So we know that daddy is a ticking time bomb. We know that mommy, you know, she might act a fool for no reason. We might realize that asking for certain things may not be the priority. And as children, all we want, any child, their priority goal is just to survive, learning how to survive, how to get their needs met, how to feel loved, how to be seen, how to be heard in the safest, most easiest, most practical way. And that manifests as people pleasing. So, you know, mommy had a long day at work. You come home, you just make sure that, you know, you spick and spank and proper in the Caribbean terms and you're doing everything as best as you possibly can. You tell her what you think she wants to hear. You be the way that you think she wants you to be so that you could get the approval and the validation from her. And you're just going to shrink yourself and put your needs and the things that you want to decide because you want mommy to be good. You want mommy to be happy. You don't want her to get mad at you. You don't want her to get frustrated. Or this could have happened with your dad. It could happen with your caregivers. It doesn't matter. It could have happened in school. But this is conditioning that you have learned in childhood in order for you to stay safe, in order for you to survive, in order for you to get the approval and the validation and the love and the acceptance that you are good and they are good, you learn to just suppress. You learn to say yes to things that you don't want to say yes to. You learn to be a particular way so that everybody would be okay and of course we learn natural childhood and then we go into adolescence and now we're adults and we are here still people pleasing and I want to let you know that if you are at a place where you realize that oh my god this people pleasing is getting next level like I don't know what to do anymore it is a call for you to look, assess your situation and go a bit deeper to why it is you think it is necessary for you to gain the acceptance and the approval from these very people that you do not desire to do specific things for. You deciding that you no longer want to people please does not make you a bad person. It does not make you selfish. It does not make you a cruel person. What it does is begin to empower you, reboots your self-esteem, 
increases your confidence and allows you to start to see your own worth, your own enoughness, to believe that who you are in this very moment is enough and you get to stand firm in that truth and acknowledge that somebody liking you or not, approving you or not, does not and will not take away from your value as a person because you know for yourself that you are damn awesome with or without their approval. Of course, that is something that will take time. It's going to take practice. It is going to take you being intentional to get there. It is going to take support. It is going to take affirmations. It is going to take some nervous system regulation. It is going to take you are confronting your trauma responses and looking at your past. It is going to take that type of work. I would be on shit to say, oh yeah, just stay standing your truth and speak affirmations and tell people no. No. But the fact that you are able to acknowledge that there is a disconnect somewhere, that there is this innate desire to be approved and validated by others, and that's why you people please, that there is this fear of confrontation so that's why you people please once there is this acknowledgement that you are aware that's the first place you are aware of where it's coming from and in that space you get to start to ask yourself better questions more empowering questions because the way through a breakthrough is through guiding questions so when you acknowledge oh my goodness this is why i just say yes to people when i really want to say no it's because you're afraid of confrontation. When you acknowledge, oh my goodness, I just want to be like, like I want them to see that, you know, like I am a good person. When you notice that you're doing that because you feel like you have to prove to somebody that you're lovable or you have to prove to somebody that you're good or you have to prove to somebody that you could do what it is you have to do or you say you are going to do, you then get to ask yourself empowering questions, you know, like, where did this need to, to be liked come came from? Where did this need to be like come from? Why do I, what, what happens to me or how do I feel if I am not validated or I'm not approved? What could I do to support myself in times where I feel like, you know, a shitty person if I say no? What could I do to help me be better and feel stronger and feel more empowered in those moments? Who could I use as a support system in this time to help me navigate situations like this? Whatever the question is, it doesn't matter. The way through a breakthrough is through a guiding question. So once you are able to acknowledge that people pleasing stems from anything rather than you just simply wanting to do a good deed with no attachment, which then is not people pleasing, that is selflessness, then you could start making changes little by little to support yourself. And that is, of course, where boundaries will come into work. Nervous system work will come into play, aka breath work, for example. That is where journaling will come into play. That is where affirmations will come into play. That is where therapy, group support, mentorship, changing the things that you listen to, paying attention to the things that you read. That is where all of this subconscious daily work will come into play. And of course, it is not going to be an easy task, but I always suggest starting with the smallest thing. 
start with the area of your life where you, so let's use work, for example. If there's a particular person in work whom you realize that you have been shrinking yourself, saying yes to doing things that you know just does not feel good, it does not align with you as a person, there may be a simple place for you to start very small, very gently, with gentle nose, with little nose, or maybe it's with your partner, or maybe it's with a friend, simple things. You know, if it's somebody who every day they say, hey, lend me $10 now, hey, lend me $10 now, lend me 10 I mean, $10 is not a big deal, might not be a big deal for lots of people, but I would have those days where you're like, listen, when I do 10 by 10, how much of a money that is? And I could save that. Maybe in some small areas, you could start getting little wins where you could start setting those boundaries and then build yourself up to the bigger things that you desire to say no to or to stand true, stand true in your truth in when you feel more confident and more bold with your okayness that you are good and whole and valuable and a decent person without somebody else's validation or when you come to us that doing that will bring you to a space to realize that you don't have anything to prove to anybody coming to that space is going to bring you to the realization that you know if somebody else has a problem with boundaries your boundaries is also because they also have a problem with their own boundaries right so people pleasing selflessness not the same thin line selflessness is where you do something without any attachment to the outcome you do this out of pure love out of i want to do this because just because i want to do this just because i do it just because i do this out of love i don't care there's no attachment if they see me if they hear me if they respond if they don't respond if I, like i don't have anything to prove i just do this because and we often do that with our children. And people pleasing is the opposite. There is an attachment to the outcome. There is an expectation for something to happen. So you buy a gift for somebody and you expect to be seen. You buy a something for somebody and or you do something for somebody and there is this and they may have requested so they may have asked for you to do something you don't want to do it you want to keep your money to do something else you don't want to go to a particular place you prefer to stay home and rest you don't want to do these specific things but you do it out of okay well you know what this will prove to them that i like them you know what this will prove to them that i'm a good person this will prove to them this would you know what? I don't want to not do it because I'm not trying to get into any argument. And guess what, guys? In relationships, and let me put something else, full disclaimer. Every single thing in this world, there are always multiple sides, right? It's a paradox. So yes, of course, in relationships, there would be reason for compromise, right? You can't have everything your own way. You need to come to that middle ground, etc. But intuitively, you know when there's a line between people pleasing now and the second part of that would be provision, right? So people pleasing versus provision. So of course, with provision, meaning providing for, so you're in a relationship, you're a parent, you are a husband, you're a wife, certain things need to be done that falls the line of provision. So there may be resistance as well. There may be resistance to, let's just say you have a partner, he asks for $100, 
you know, there may be resistance because you're like, oh gosh, like I really want to give this hundred dollars, but you understand the concept, you understand why he needs it, you understand it is important. And so when you give the hundred dollars, even though there's a part of you that did not want to, because you have to sacrifice something on your end to give that hundred dollars. When you do make the payment, when you do give the hundred dollars, there is no um the resistance goes, the feeling fades, the the annoyance about that situation goes. It's just like this okayness. Well, okay, yes, I provided for my partner, moved along. That is also different from people pleasing because usually when we people please, the feeling does not go. The resistance does not go. You actually feel more mad, more annoyed, more upset, more frustrated. You get depressed. You feel a variety of feelings. You feel self-betrayed when you do things because there's this OMG, like, you know, like clearly I'm not doing enough or this person is not enough or this person wants too much or if I don't do this, there's this feeling of like hopelessness. Like, you know, like you have to, you have to be a particular way for other people and it feels stifling. So now I guess speaking about provision is a bonus. So I mentioned selflessness, people pleasing and provision, AKA providing, right? Selflessness, we do that with no attachment expectation. Provision, there may be resistance initially. It's like having to pay a bill. So you, you do it, oh, do I really have to? But you do it because you have no choice or you feel as though you have no choice. There may be resistance. But when you are done, there is this release of the resistance. It's done. You're okay. You move quite along. Good. On to the next thing. You may feel proud as a matter of fact that you're able to provide. You may feel happy that you're able to do that very thing that you initially had resistance to. And this is a people, right? So as I said, I use the example. Somebody asks you to lend them $100, give them $100, your partner. Initially, you didn't want to. There may have been a smidge of resistance because you know that that $100 was putting down for something for yourself. But out of understanding and context, etc. Okay, babe, no problem. Here's the $100. And when it is done, you actually feel good about yourself and you move along. People pleasing, on the other hand, is you do not give a shit. You do not give a shit to give that $100. As a matter of fact, why in God's name are you even asking me for $100? But out of fear of being rejected, out of fear of not being liked, out of fear of being abandoned, out of fear of being considered a bad person, out of fear that it means that you're not proving yourself, out of those fears, you decide to give the $100. That is very different. And it's in that space is where you are people pleasing. And in that space, it's like a sure self-betrayal. And if done enough, if people pleasing has been done enough, your core, your center, your aura becomes that of having low self-esteem, not feeling good enough, being bitter, being annoyed, being cranky, being just being a lot of things that you don't desire to be. And then it creates a lot of trust issues. Then it creates a lot of, you know, doing too much that is not authentic and true to who you are. And the more it is done, the greater the energy becomes and the more people are able to receive that. And then guess what happens? You then start to attract a lot of people who thrive off of people pleasers. 
And then you may find yourself attracting a lot of people who just do a really good job at taking and being dominant and expecting, you know, rain, rainbows and butterflies and unicorns in your life. Because that is the that is the intensity of the energy that you have created. And of course, you would attract something that wants somebody to just say yes all the time. Everything in this world, guys, is very um, layered, right? Nothing is black and white. Nothing is a straight line. There are so many layers to this. And I just wanted to highlight to you their differences. And if you are somebody who has come to a conscious space where you acknowledge that you are people pleasing and you have acknowledged that these feelings come from these hidden fears or these subconscious fears, it's okay. I don't want you to beat yourself up about it. I don't want you to be like, oh my God, I can't believe this. No. As I always say, I want you to come to this space to acknowledge those things. Acknowledge where it came from. Acknowledge the situations and the childhood traumas that may have been the cause of this assess your family assess your relationship with your mother assess the relationship with your father assess the relationship with your caregivers with the persons that play a very integral part in your life and see if you at this age as an adult still find yourself having to shrink yourself or you still have to say yes when you really want to say no or you still have to be a version of yourself that you no longer resonate with so that they can be happy and if it's in those situations you notice that then you are at a beautiful place because you get to start to do the healing work and if you're somebody who's been on this journey for quite some time, I just want to say congratulations. It is a work in progress. You can't expect what you would have been doing for the last 30 years to be changed like a miracle in a week or in a month or after one podcast episode or one Instagram post, right? It is going to require looking at those little parts of you, little you, loving her, loving him, forgiving, accepting, thanking, because Truthfully, believe it or not, people pleasing is a protective mechanism. All you are doing when you engage in this behavior is trying is try to survive. All you are doing when you engage in this behavior is trying to find ways to make it through the day in whatever situation or whatever purpose, because that is what you learned as a child. As a child, you learn that if I shrink myself if I put others in front of me if I say no to my needs and yes to no needs then I'll be loved then I'll be approved then I'll be validated then I'll be accepted then only then and so part of this work is seeing the behavior as something that was simply trying to serve you it creates an entirely different perspective because in that space you get to learn to love the very parts of you that you may feel ashamed of. This work gets to be fun, guys. It gets to be fun. It gets to be exciting. It gets to be beautiful. But they're also going to be the parts that are hard. And when you come to this place to acknowledge these layers of yourself and acknowledge how certain behaviors, as much as it may be what feels like a setback in your life right now or something that's keeping you stuck, it actually was just there to serve you. And if you start to see these behaviors as protective mechanisms, 
then you get to start to love you differently. And when you start to get to love you differently, your worth increases, your self-worth increases, your self-perception increases, your confidence increases, your S, like things go up because there is less self-judgment, there is less self-criticism. There is an appreciation for where you've come from, what you've been through, what you've done. And because God made us so beautiful, we then get to make different choices of how we'd like to move forward. Yeah. So guys, let me just sip on my peppermint tea here. Good God, this shit is cold. Well, relatively. But yes, guys, this essentially is part of our work. Seeing these things, acknowledging these parts of us, learning to love it, learning to forgive it, learning to thank it, learning to, learning to appreciate how much it served us to this point and then deciding that we're going to move differently. If you are a people pleaser, it's okay. You no longer have to be that. But what I want you to do is to acknowledge what is the root cause for this people pleasing. Define how life would be should you decide to take a hold on your self-worth take a hold on what you believe makes you a person is it somebody else liking you or you liking you one of the things you could affirm today hey if you don't like me today that's okay i will love me if my no traumatizes you to the point that you think that i'm a bad person you need to work on that with you that's a you thing that's not a me thing. You get to affirm these things. This does not make you a bad person. This does not make you selfish. This does not make you a cruel person. What this does is allow you to remember who you are, why you were put here, and what is your purpose on this earth so that you could stand confidently, boldly, and strongly in your truth and be that expander and that example for those around you. Saying no is a full sentence. You are not a bad person when you decide that, hey, your approval and your validation is not more important than my personal approval and personal validation. When you start to show up in a way that feels aligned and right for you, people are going to be attracted and magnetized to that. The people who you are here for are going to stay. They're going to come. The people who you are not here for Believe it or not, they will have to go. And that is just the process of life. And that is okay. Be okay with the fact that not everybody is here to stay and not everybody is going to grow with you. And anybody in your life who has a problem with your growth and your new level of consciousness and your expansion, then thank them and appreciate them for how far they've come in this journey and be okay with having to let them go. Okay? So guys, that brings us to the end of this podcast episode. You are the first to hear that I have a breathwork session on the 18th of March. That is Friday. That is the full moon, new moon. I'm not sure. Can't remember which moon is that. Which moon? Full moon. Full moon breathwork session. I am inviting you to my friends from different parts of the globe who are here listening. I'd love to have you. This is Friday, the 18th of March. I will put the link below in this podcast episode for you to sign up. And of course, you can always DM me on True Ghost Caribbean or send me an email or visit my website, www.truegoscaribbean.com. 
And lastly, there is a wait list that I'm opening for one-on-one -on -one clients at the beginning of April. So you have time if you have considered coaching with me. Guys, I love you so, 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 so much. And for those of you who've been looking at me via this YouTube platform here, thank you for hopping on. For those of you who listen to me via all the streaming platforms, I love you so much. I appreciate you. And be sure to share with a friend. Leave a comment. Send me a message. Let me know. Hey, Latina, I heard you. This resonated. Oh, oh my God, Latina, what shit is that? Like, please explain further. I always love hearing from you guys. I appreciate you so much. And I will talk with you soon. Bye-bye. Yeah.